This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie. It is Sunday night here. It's probably other it's probably other times in other parts of the world, but it's Sunday night right now. This is the Jeopardy Chronicles, and it is time for our strategy corner. This week we're going to talk about something that is crucial if you ever get on the show. And that is coming up with your interview stories. Or your little anecdotes, as people call them. Which is just another fancy word for the exact same thing. And you may be asking yourself, why is this important? Don't they give you prompts? Yeah, they do. But, if you pull a Ken Jennings, eventually that little card is going to run out of information and they're just going to have to ask you for stuff. So here's my advice to future super streakers out there. Think back on all the stupid stuff you've ever done in your life that's not going to get anyone put in prison. And use that as a starting point. Think back about anything interesting that's happened in your life. You can use that. People that have influenced you, use that. Um, your bucket list. You can draw off of that. No, I don't mean your list of all the buckets you've collected. The other bucket list. <laughs> um, messed up dreams you've had even. Use it. You can use those. I've always told people that one of my first ones, if they will let me do it, is how I was afraid of the letter Q when I was little. Yes, you heard me right. I was afraid of a letter of the alphabet. I think Ken Jennings actually got so desperate at one point that he just started making up random crap. I can't confirm this because it's been so many years since I've been able to watch his episodes, although now they're on Pluto. And I'll be able to play a nice little game of catch-up. But from what I've read online places, there were times when he didn't have anything and would just randomly make stuff up. Or just talk about, like, some of the most mundane stuff ever. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of a contestant talking about the weather or anything like that. But I'm sure if your streak went on long enough and you got desperate, you'd just about have to. But just just come up with something that's, you know, uniquely you. Like, if you're one of the millions upon millions upon millions of people who have a... I don't know, who have a nose or something like that. Don't tell a story about how you have a nose. 
However, if you're the one person on the face of the earth that has three noses, yeah, you could talk about that. Although if you have three noses, I'm guessing the host would ask you about it anyway. Because, I mean, you're going to walk in there and everybody's going to know that you got three noses on your face. <laughs> but that's... I, I, I'm going off on a tangent with stupid stuff here. Likewise, if you are one of the people who has, you know, black hair, don't make a story about that. But if you were, if you were born with naturally neon yellow hair, then yeah, I would, I would explain that. Because one, everyone's going to notice that you have neon yellow hair. And two... Everybody's going to be wondering how the heck you were born with hair that was naturally neon yellow. I'm just I'm just giving these as examples. Just the truly mundane versus the super extraordinary. Or, you know, if you if you can if you're a really good singer versus. If you can sing in every language in the world and even quack like a duck in foreign languages. If you can quack like a duck in a foreign language, I'm, I'm highly impressed with you because, wow. But if you, ha- if you have talents, do not be ashamed of sharing them. Okay, no one cares. What random movie I just got recommended that I'm never going to watch. Sorry about that. My phone is going ballistic. Other phone. But yeah, at any rate, it's just one of those cases of what the heck. You're you're just trying to come up with your with your stories and your interview material and your brain just craps out and you're like, what am I even supposed to do with this? Well, here are some ideas for you. Because that is going to be very important whether you stay there for one game or six million. If you stay there for six million Jeopardy games, then, well, one, you're probably immortal. Two, you're going to be there a while. And three... I'm super impressed with you. But that's not the point I'm making here. The point is the card can only help you so much. The cards, the questionnaires, that kind of thing can only help you so much. If you're incredibly lucky, and I really hope a lot of you are, unless you're going up, I'm kidding, but unless you're going up against me before game 100, in which case I hope you miss both of your daily doubles and final Jeopardy. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm not that mean. But if you are out there and you're thinking about becoming a contestant, I hope you need this information. I really do. I hope you run out of stuff on your card. I Because you're running out of stuff on your card is going to mean you're an excellent player and you've got a really awesome streak going and you're doing very well for yourself. So my greatest hope for any Jeopardy contestant out there is that their question card runs out of questions. 
But I just wanted to give you some advice on stuff to use if that happens to you. I mean, if you get really desperate, like I said, you can always make up some random crap. Make up something about how you were an alien duck rhinoceros hybrid in your past life or something like that. I don't know. But you're not out of options, even if you've run out of material. So, just have fun with it, is the real, the real message here. If you, can, if you can tap dance while standing on your head, then yeah, you're going to want to put that on your thingamajig. You're going to want to share that with people, because honestly, that'd be epic. The, the point I'm trying to make here is... Show them what makes you uniquely you. Because that's that's what's going to matter. And that's what's going to reach people. If you go on about how much you love rain. Or how, how many pairs of shoes you own. That's not going to have as much reach. As say the story of how you rescued your uncle from a lion in Africa. Or something like that. I really hope you never have to rescue your uncle from a lion in Africa. But you understand what I mean. Stuff that really gives an insight into you is going to reach more people than, oh, I like green shoes. Or, no, that might give people, let me think of a worse one. That might give people an idea of what kind of shoes you like. Um, what I was saying is that'll give more insight into you than, okay, pizza is awesome. Yeah, we all think pizza is awesome. That's not really going to tell us anything, but if you're brave enough to rescue your uncle from a lion, then that can that shows us what kind of a person you really are. And if there's a contestant around long enough for them to run out of stuff on their card, then odds are they're awesome and we as viewers want to want to know more about them, so definitely give us a glimpse of who you are as a human. We we like that. And what I'm sure you guys would like right now is for me to shut up and sign off. (laughs) Which I am going to do. Because that's what I have for you today. Do not forget to come back starting tomorrow. We're going back into flashback mode. And it's Tournament of Champions time. Which means these next couple of weeks are going to be awesome. But I will see you then. I'm going to say goodnight. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.